everyone, and welcome to another episode of SDGC After Hours. This is Justin, and I am joined today by Finn. How are you, Finn? It's me. I'm Finn, and I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And Derek, how are you today? I'm okay. What was that? Lovely. I'm screaming <laughs> <Lovely>. inside. <laughs> Lovely. Um, today, we are actually going to take a crack at reviewing Marvel's Avengers, Square Enix's new games-as-a-service brawler based on the beloved Marvel characters and teams that have become extraordinarily popular um again in the past several years so basically a lot of us were taken by surprise i think uh, everybody was to be honest with you like <laughs> yeah so who let's let's start with who here played the beta i did me okay so i'm the only one who did not play the beta because i just heard awful dog shit things about the beta and gave up uh yeah so <laughs> i i played through all the content that was in the beta which was a lot by the way like I it was super weird that they put that much content in the beta and it wasn't representative of the final game. Uh like so basically the beta had part of the intro section of the game but like you're kind of just thrown into it it feels very awkward. Like the line delivery was awkward. There was huge input delay like it felt bad to play. Like performance was bad. I just heard like like inputs were messy and sloppy, like you'd press buttons and, and the inputs wouldn't necessarily come out yeah. timed well. And there wasn't like a lot of impact behind attacks. And yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was it was not a flattering beta. And I had very low hopes considering that beta was a month before the game's launch. <laughs> yeah. So like it was really weird then when the game did that three-day early release for Deluxe Edition people, whatever that whole deal was, and people were suddenly like, hey, this game's kind of fucking good, y'all. This is the first game, I think, that's actually benefited from doing that. I feel like every other game that has done that, like, a lot of them have been, like, EA games and, like, Battlefield Five and stuff, and a lot of them ended up getting a lot of negativity going around from doing, like, the early paid playtime thing. Yeah. And this is the only one where it was like overwhelmingly positive from people. And yeah, so I ended up I ended up getting the game uh, the first weekend it came out because it had several days of uh, really positive impressions from people that I uh, that I trusted. And I've been very impressed with the final game. And I'm really happy to say that because like marketing wise and then the beta, I was really bummed out that this game what did not seem to be all that appealing. Yeah, the marketing was so not clear at all as to what we were getting. And and what's funny is a billion games have tried to be like Destiny and and we kind of felt like this was another game that was going to try to be like Destiny. And in the end, I mean I I played through the entire campaign um and I did not get that sense if that makes sense it does like like the gear was was like the gear system i almost didn't even have to interface with uh, the loot system is super bad like that hasn't changed like there is exactly one type of loot that is interesting and that is pim uh like loot made by pim because it can shrink enemies and that's very fun uh but like that that hasn't changed. That is one thing we have seen since the beginning, like the gear loot system. 
fucking awful. <laughs> like yeah. it is not. And it's the not fact exciting. that it, it, it's it's in nothing that you equip is registered visually, so yeah. you don't even get that aspect. That of was weird. Yeah. Well, no, it. We know why it was. It's a shameless attempt to sell you new skins. Yeah. If if your if your equipment could change your appearance, why would you want to buy skins? I think to be fair though, too, like I I think I prefer it this way because I can I can pick a costume that I like and I can sit on it. I don't have to worry about how gear looks. You know. Yeah. And, oh. Like, I, I can see both sides of the argument, but I mean, for me, like, it would be kind of cool if I could, like, mix and match, like, my favorite designs for a character or something. Um, however, like, I also am a bit less angry about the fact that they monetize cosmetics, because there are actually good cosmetics you can earn without too much playtime. Whereas yeah. beforehand, we only saw, like, these really bad character designs. And I'm like, did they make the character designs bad on purpose to make us want to pay money? And it certainly did seem that way. But also, on the other hand, like, it is still frustrating because, like, in superhero games, especially ones based off of, like, established comic characters, I love collecting various costumes and yes. for them. Like, like it's... That's one of my highlights for Spider-Man. It's one of my highlights in the Batman Arkham games. I always love getting those suits, even if I don't use them all that much. And so, like, that is something that you can't really get through the loot grind unless you really, really grind without paying money. So that that is a bummer. So, but that's that's the thing, is I, I think about this and look at this, and a lot of people have talked about you know, oh, you know, this game has, I hate to say it, but I think a lot of people who are yelling about the microtransactions in this game have not played this game and have maybe just watched, like, a Jim Sterling video about this game. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The, the, sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, I'll yeah, wait yeah. till you're done. My bad, my bad. Okay, well, I was just going to say that, like, you know, it kind of sucks that it's a $60 game that also has microtransactions, but at the same time, literally everything you can purchase boils down to cosmetics and in the meantime there's something like 16 playable characters for dlc that are coming down the pipeline for free with additional free story content and it's like i would rather have these kind of microtransactions in the game that want you to buy the currency to buy the the costumes that i can just choose not to pay than to have to buy like a 30 or 40 dollar season pass and then another 30 dollar season pass for the wave two or whatever for yeah. all these dlc characters yeah i agree like i think i'm still before i like outright praise the monetization model i want to see how these dlc characters play what their story content and stuff is like however like after playing it i'm quite a bit more positive on that than it sounded you know pre-launch yeah um, because now I actually have some confidence that there's going to be effort put into those characters and there's going to be effort put into those story missions. Yeah. Now that you see how different some of the story missions are and how different some of the characters play. Yeah. Where, whereas that was not apparent from any of the pre-release stuff. Yeah. I forgot what um, I was going to say. <laughs> the other part, the other part I do think. Wait, is hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Was hold it, was on, it brought on, on by a Jim on. Sterling comment? Was, was, yes. Does that help? Yes, it was. That go. does. Because Avengers for a long time i think i don't i don't i don't think i could pinpoint the exact moment but it became the new mass effect andromeda it didn't matter what the game announced or showed people like ripped into it where they would just take things out of context like that one still 
of Hulk's face yeah. became like the defining characteristic of the graphical quality of the game. It reminds me of Marvel's it, Capcom Infinite as well, where like we had exactly, one bad picture that, of Chun Li's face, and then it didn't then that, matter that it's the best fighting game releases generation. That game fucking died. Yeah, it's it's crazy because then the game came out, and and a lot of that is on Square Enix's uh like that's on their plate because their beta was only about the multiplayer aspect which is fine because of course that's where their money is going to come down to but the fact that most people i didn't even know there was a dedicated campaign and i'm me yeah you know how much i go like into games news and i did, i knew like there was a story that followed kamala khan but i didn't know there was like a dedicated like actual campaign mode they did a very bad job of that yeah like she is the protagonist of this Avengers story. Yes. Like, and it's, it's, yeah, it's really shocking that like, she wasn't even when they announced the game, she wasn't even mentioned. Nope. That's like, fucked up she, too. And, you all know remember, exactly why. Yeah. Of oh, course. Yeah. I, I know. She's not um, a, fe- it's not just cause she's a female. She's a minority female. Yeah. Cause like, I remember people were like, wow, this is a really white cast both playable wise and like voice actor wise. Cause they had all the voice actors and stuff talking at that reveal event. And it's like, they literally didn't show a young, <laughs> a young Muslim woman. That is the main character of the story with an exceedingly talented voice actor who hasn't done much before, but she's incredible. Oh in this yeah. Role. I loved her to death. Um, yeah, she, and like that would have gotten, I think, a lot of people really excited because also Miss Marvel is not an obscure character. She not anymore. Been, yeah, she has been one of the most successful. Like she's new easily their most Marvel's successful new character since the year like two thousand. Uh, like well, I, I'd have to think of who in the nineties has been you, more impactful than you have I mean, to probably understand. Deadpool for the nineties. Yeah. Wait, but. hold on. You guys have to understand. The other big thing is that she's so not obscure. She's getting her own Disney Plus series. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, she's, I mean, she's this incredibly popular character. She has been, she, she's not making waves in comics. She made waves. She's now a mainstay. She's a huge character, and it's so weird that she was not given, um, you know what's funny is if, if we had just gotten a one-hour gameplay live stream from, like, early in the campaign, pop in to the helicarrier as Kamala and talk to a couple people and then go to the war table and, like, pick a random non-story mission and then drop into that and they go, okay, well, and here's where your three companions can either be controlled by the AI or friends can join you to take control of Hulk and Iron Man and Black Widow and and showed a full playthrough of a mission with those couple optional objectives and those multiple phases of defend this area, beat up these things, take down these. If they had just showed us that and said, this is the thing you're going to do, whether single player or multiplayer. And, and sometimes you're going to have more handcrafted single player missions as well. But this is basically the core gameplay. I think a lot more people would understand what they're getting into. It's a big, it's a big brawler. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 really this game reminded me of Gauntlet Legends so much. Um like or like the old like X-Men arcade game. Yeah. This is to me the modern version of what it felt like to first play like X-Men Legends back on the PlayStation 2. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Except it's yeah, the no, modern it's... day equivalent in terms of of scale and visuals and 
Also, I do want to praise those, like, dedicated single-player missions. I don't want to talk about them too much, because there's not that many of them. And I don't want to spoil it, but, like, I was very how, impressed. How, how long they... would you say the uh, the campaign is? Because I haven't finished the campaign yet. Me... Probably 10-ish hours. Let me see what like, I've got there are some side on Steam. Because I finished the campaign, and then I, I, uh, I stopped. I have 18 hours in the game, y'all. Um, now I played. I mean, some there are side missions. missions you can. Do, I played yeah. some side missions. I took a little bit of time, you know, but like I didn't rush it, and I did not fuck around either. And I have 18 hours in the game, so. But like, I thought they. I thought like one thing in the beta, I criticize. I really criticized that I was really upset about was like they had Bruce Banner talking like Sam Drake. Like, not like usual Troy Baker voice, like straight up Sam Drake, which felt completely out of character. Thor was just this big old English caricature. And neither of those, like, voice deliveries were in the final game. Like, they're very much how I would expect Bruce Banner and Thor to be. Like, um... Yeah, I... I really like the characterization of these characters. <laughs> I like how they introduce a lot of them. I don't want to give too many details away, but, like, they actually managed to take some things that, you know everyone's expecting to happen but make them very surprising and like exciting when they do happen which i was very impressed with yeah and they do a really good job of making sure that kamala doesn't get overshadowed but you still get a lot of time to play as the other characters and see the other characters interact which i thought was great yeah i'll also say like it's funny how everybody was like this is like discount mcu and and then you play the game and it honestly is very clear that the only thing to me that read as being extremely close to the MCU was the voices. It's it the voices yeah. come pretty close to matching tone and timbre of the actors who play those characters in the movies, but in terms of like their world building, their kind of plot development, the way they do these characters, it's much even the way they look facially is much closer to comic book counterparts. And it's once again just evidence that a whole lot of people who slam on the MCU have never read a single comic in their lives. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, even the way the, the, the story feels, it feels like a comic crossover event. Yeah. Right? And also, that was the reason I thought Kamala was a great choice for the protagonist. Like, you know, you're introduced to the Avengers, but you see them initially through Kamala's eyes. You see through the eyes of a fan. Through, seeing to how, oh, she is so adorable. To how to how cool this is and is excited just like I am, you know, yeah. seeing that same stuff. She's a perfect character. That would be, you know, there was a crisis, the Avengers broke up and now they need to get back together. Of course, Kamala Khan is the person that's going to try to get the Avengers back together. Yeah. Like it worked so well. And like the fact that that whole aspect of the game was hardly even touched on before launch, did it no favors, but it's awesome when you get into it, you know, from the first opening cut scene where she's on the the plane with her dad yep about and, and can i just point out as a huge comic fan the fact that she was there to win a or to participate in a fan fiction contest because that's how she was first introduced yes when I she love was exposed that. by the terrigen mists she was writing fan fiction for the avengers and i love it i love that well yeah she was she was a big fan fiction person um yeah, in the comic. And, like, that's the thing. That's a thing that a lot of young women, how they interface with fandom nowadays. Yeah. And we tend to really, in our effort to shit on everything about young women, we shit heavily on fan fiction. And yet, like, this is something that says, hey, your, your 
kind of form of worship and of, of idolization is valid and valid. is loved. And all yeah. of the Avengers love her. They're like, they're like, yeah, we read it. It's cute. I like what, how you had me do this thing. Like they are grown ass adults who know how much they mean to this fan. Uh, and, and I got to give props to for the, for what little he does. Brian George as her father is such an under, oh, he's great. such an underappreciated character actor who has just never had enough big, big roles, but he is, he exudes the perfect dad. He is energy. The, yes. Yes, he is <laughs> such a perfect, like, um, God, if I remember correctly, uh, the cons are, Pakistani American. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And, and just, you know, he both fills into that role and subverts a lot of stereotypes and is just a good, sweet, loving, supportive dad. And I love him. And I want, I want more of him somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I love, I love that aspect of the game. I also want to really play praise the core gameplay because there are some issues with onboarding and some some characters take way too long to unlock abilities that really finally make their play style click and feel good but the combat system is one of the deepest melee combat systems i've actually played from a western developer in quite some time yeah. um every character feels very unique right now um, I know down the line we're probably going to get some more similar characters, but I think that'll leave the like currently one of the restrictions on matchmaking is you can't find you can't matchmake into a game with like multiple of the same hero. So if you at least get more people who fill that kind of gameplay role. Yeah. 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 Like that'll actually be a good thing. But like I've put in probably the most time leveling Captain America, Black Widow and Kamala. And, like, all of them are very distinct, and they're so much fun. Um, like, what, and the other thing that I think is, like, stupid and extraneous about this loot system is, like, these guys have huge, huge upgrade trees and lots of combos. Yeah, they didn't need the, the, up, the gear at all. The, the upgrades are, are all you need for wanting to progress with these characters. The gear is just, like, some extra buffs, basically, and to get that gear score up. But, like, it takes to level 50 to unlock everything, I think, for each for an, an individual character, which is going to take some time. I, like, I think my highest is cap in, like, the 30s. And, like, there's tons of ways to even customize the builds within that once you unlock everything. Like, there's specialty and mastery trees that you can choose, like, two or three of a bunch of different modifiers for their abilities to spec them out differently to work in a group or to suit your play style. Like there's a lot of character building and customization depth out completely outside of this bad loot system that like is actually really fun to like, it's really fun to build up your character in that way for me versus this loot. System. Yeah. The first time that clicked for me was uh, with black widow. When I had, I unlocked like, a modifier for the little widow's bite stinger attack. And, and oh, yeah. for example, you could pick between, um, I remember one of them was where the projectile sticks to somebody and shocks them over time versus one of them was that it created a larger radius on impact. And this could shock like more people. If you fired it into the middle of a group, I don't even remember what the third one was. It, it doesn't matter. Cause it, to me, it sucked compared to the other two. I'm sure there are people who feel differently. But that kind of led me to realize, like, oh, I can even, like, permanently, this isn't just picking my upgrades. Even once I pick 
upgrades, I'm going to be choosing what kind of things I have turned on and off. If if you had told me that this was a a big fun dumb brawler beat 'em up that I could play with friends, if somebody had told me this is I I just I, I would have gotten it immediately. And this was never communicated. You know, this is the kind of thing I've been asking for for a long time, honestly. And I think that's really where how this game's going to thrive long term is because well, one also they do a good job of like there's a lot to do. I mean, it's rep- a lot of it is repetitive content. Like some of these side missions, you'll be seeing the same aim labs quite a bit. They need to add. Um, there's we not, were talking about this. They need to very, add more like yeah. enemies and villains. Um, yeah, enemy variety is is not very good. It's a lot of robots with different colors. But hopefully, they add go- add more down the line. But like, there is actually like, if you, I want to build up these characters and get them, you know, pretty well upgraded. And there's plenty for me to do right now with the base game. I know there's more to come, and they do a good job of setting it up like hey, this is, like, first issue of this comic. Like, this is, like, the event that starts it. Yeah. And more is coming. Um, But it also doesn't feel like you have to stay super engaged with it nonstop to be able... Like, I could take a break now, a few months down the line, jump back in, and I could probably catch up pretty quickly. Yeah, it's it's like it's the anti-Destiny, which is weird because that's the game everyone kept comparing it to, but I feel like I can just casually play this every now and then and wait for the new characters to show up and jump in and still feel like I haven't missed everything. Whereas other games as a services, if you stop playing, then suddenly you're completely overwhelmed and you miss out on all these events and whatnot. I started to mention this earlier, but like the challenge cards, which are essentially like the battle pass for this game, um, all the base game characters, they all have it unlocked for free from the beginning. You don't have to pay for that. The DLC characters, you'll get the base character and their story missions. If you, It's $10 for their calling card, which is like the battle pass for that character. And they're very, very slow to upgrade. Really slow. I, like, I did the math, and it would take, if you do every weekly and daily challenge, it would take like five and a half weeks or something to fully upgrade one character. Um, granted, you can do those challenges relatively quickly. You could probably do a few for characters each day, but... They're not fast to level. But unlike every other battle pass, they do not have an expiration date, which I think is really good. It's not like this artificial, I'm pressured to play the game this month in this window. I can, you know, even if there's a character you like and you, but you do want to do this, like, oh, I'm going to take a break for a little while and come back to it, but I still want to play a lot as this character. I want to get access to these extra costumes, these extra taunts, these extra nameplates. You can spend your $10 and do that, and you don't have to rush to finish it, which is nice. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm unlikely personally to even care about those, those battle passes. And again, it's the kind of person I am. Like, I'm going to see what costumes I can get that don't require a shitload of grinding or for me to pay for things, and I'm going to find the best one that I like and put that on. And stuff like unique takedown animations and, and, you know, I'll, you know, oh, that's kind of cool. But like, you know, nameplates and emotes, like, fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, to me, like, this is a game I paid $60 for and, and I got, I got 18 hours and some change out of the main campaign. And I know that I'm going to get a lot m- more than that for free down the road. 
because there are 16 more fucking Avengers coming with at least a couple story missions to them, you know, and who will I will want to play a couple other missions just to like get the feel of. And I'll play online maybe a little bit, but as somebody who doesn't play a lot of multiplayer games, like I still find value in this game. It's a little rough still. It's very obvious it needed maybe a couple more months in the in the oven. It's got some glitches that they've got to patch up, but like they're going to patch them. It's not going to stay like this, you know? And so for people who are maybe holding out because they don't know if it's for them right now, I don't know, maybe not, but you know, in six months, it's going to be a much bigger game. So... And also, like, I think this would be a great game, like, if you get it on, like, a Black Friday deal or something. Yeah. You know, it's getting free next-gen updates. If you're get, you know, if you're getting a new console, maybe you're looking for something to play. This is probably going to be a really good game. I've, I've seen how the PC version looks at super high settings. It's awesome. A lot of those features are going to make it to PS5 and Xbox Series X. Um, I mean, you might want to wait till your favorite character comes in. Like, you might want to wait for Black Panther or Captain Marvel or somebody. And again, I think you could do that easily without feeling, like, overwhelmed and lost like a lot of service games would be. I do want to mention my number one biggest criticism of this game, though. Yeah. Um, there is no crossplay. That sucks butts. And... And it super sucks. I have multiple friends on Xbox that have been playing this game a lot. I would love to play with them. It is a co-op PV, PvE-only experience. Like, I think any game that has that at this point should support crossplay. And I worry that the reason it doesn't have crossplay is for things like that Spider-Man deal on PlayStation, where you can only get Spider-Man on PlayStation, and therefore those players can't play with others. Like... I wouldn't even care if they lock me out from playing as Spider-Man if I could play with my friends like while I play as Captain America or somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't even um, care if, if, if Spider-Man can only be played between parties that are exclusively on Sony platforms. But like it, it does kind of upset me that that like because I play on PC primarily, I just have to not play. I mean, that's a whole argument about crossplay in general that we're just going to have more and more about online games. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of do get it with certain competitive games, especially when it comes to PC versus console and stuff. Like, there at least is an argument to be made there. However, for a purely co-op PvE experience, it really needs to let you play with your friends no matter where yeah. they are. And you already have to link like a Square Enix account and stuff to it. Like, this isn't, like, they have a lot of the steps involved to make it work. I really hope that that is a high priority for them post-launch. Yeah, so I, I could go on on this point for a long time, but it is one thing that kind of actually has me steamed, because I have been playing this game a whole lot, and I want to be able to play with my friends. No, it's on console. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Finn. Oh my god, I didn't, oh god, I didn't even get it for a second, Jesus Christ. Not even right, I'm playing uh, on Steam, doesn't matter, I'm gonna give you that one. I'm I know, give you that doesn't one, you matter, piece of shit. doesn't I love matter. You. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, I, I would be more inclined to play online if I knew that I could play with y'all, and I can't. I don't think anybody yeah. else in the group is, is playing this on PC, uh, because I'm, I'm our weird PC gamer friend. I think Jeff is. Yeah, yeah. That one's on I you, though. Know. You knew where we were all I going. I just like my went. high refresh rates. Yeah, well, you know what? It's Avengers. It didn't my, my, goal, my goal was to wait this one out and get it at the PS5 launch because I can play it at 60 FPS then. You should get the upgrade. I'll get, I'll get the free upgrade. Yeah. And I, I, I do give them props for 
I do give them props for communicating that early. They were one of the earliest games that's coming out this fall to communicate that they were doing free next-gen upgrades. And they actually went into serious detail about the different modes they would offer and what features they would have, which I think is very cool. Yeah. I don't know how much else I have to add to discussion. I don't know if, if any of you all have, like, closing thoughts. I just really, I, I find the game a lot more fun than I thought. Uh, Kamala, her stretchy powers are great. And she so far is my favorite character to play as, although Black Widow is a close second, which I never thought so would yeah, read about Black, Black Widow. Black Widow is so awesome. Like, I cannot get over how fun they made her to play and how cool she it is. It's weird how fun um, Widow and Captain America are to play, considering they're the characters I was most worried about going into this. Yeah. And Hulk is the one they, nobody really likes, which is weird because... Hulk, Hulk needs a bit of Hulk, a buff. Hulk, you know what, though? Um, they can keep balancing and updating characters over time, and they will. Yeah. So... I know I've been very, I've been praising this game a lot. I do have a number of criticisms, especially with enemy and environmental variety. This is hard because uh, lack of cross It's stuff that we think will there's get some fixed buggy in stuff, time, you know? Yeah. I mean. There's performance issues, but again, I'm getting that free PS5 upgrade. So, like, I just, I'm, spe- like, this game is not a game of the year contender for me, but it's a game that makes me really happy as a fan of Marvel, as a fan of these type of brawlers. It's very much the type of game I actually wanted. And it makes me very happy that it ended up being this instead of what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and I like, and now I actually have a lot of faith in them delivering on this post-launch content and having it be quality and them, you know, being committed to polishing up some of the bugs and issues and stuff in other parts of the game. Whereas before it just seemed like it wasn't going to be very good. And I didn't have much faith in that content coming down the line really moving the needle at all yeah i don't yeah i don't have anything else to say i just other than like i'm sitting here looking at that list of dlc characters just longing for you know both the big characters we don't have and the smaller characters who don't get enough love in video games you know you never get to play as vision you never get to play as she hulk i want to play as vision i want to play as iron fist or at least I, I I had resigned myself to not being able to be iron fist but i figured with the movie coming out they might at least do shang chi to have like a kind of martial arts character i mean going? you know he's not traditionally but no. avenger but sure he is any anyone can be really i mean, I mean the avengers yeah. give out membership like fucking uh like they're on the back of cereal boxes i mean we're getting we're aren't we getting moon knight so. as a character so i don't, I don't know, think he's on, on that list I, th- I thought it was basically all characters who have been major mcu avengers so far and then she hulk is the only um person who hasn't whatever we're getting marvel that's okay? true we're getting we are getting old school captain marvel which is i i i do i do want to just be just clarify that these are data mined they're not 100 percent guaranteed to be coming no of course not because i just as somebody who has played destiny for a long time i have seen things that get data mined or things that were talked about and thrown out People tend to take those as a promise. Yeah. I'm okay with some of this stuff not happening and some stuff I wasn't expecting happening, but I think this is a good idea of of roughly the scale. I mean, I expected we'd see maybe like three DLC characters, not 16. You know what I mean? And even yeah. if we don't get all of those, like we're getting a whole fucking lot more than we thought. So, I mean, yeah. and it seems like they're on a pretty aggressive schedule. We're getting Kate Bishop next month. Yeah. Uh, and Hawkeye. Yeah, we're getting both Hawkeyes actually back to back. Uh Kate in October, Clint in November. 
it seems like December is going to be Black Panther, and they delayed just the announcement of it due to um, Chadwick Boseman's passing because they didn't want to announce marketing for their game just a couple days yeah. later. Completely understandable. Can Can I say um, too? I deeply love that they remembered to put hearing aids on Clint Barton. It's a yes. very small thing, but it yes. shows that, like, once again, these are people who are paying very close attention to the characters and the comics Trying. and want it to be right. So, so I just, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. And also disabled superheroes. Let's go. Yeah. This will got, this will got, yeah, yeah. This game, this game, final cool, verdict cool, fam. is it's good. good. It's surprisingly good. It's not perfect. It's good. All right. You know what? Final verdict. I'll quote our good friend of the show. Kogasu final verdict. Cap can get it. Cap can't get it. And Bruce got that. There is a shirtless costume for yeah. Cap. I let I let I let him know and I think he's been marathoning the game because of that. <laughs> and I just I'm putting I'm putting that out there for in, as information yeah. for you showed, all to do with what you will. Should have showed those pictures of of uh, Bruce Banner in those slacks. Bruce got that wagon, <laughs> y'all. Bruce got oh that God. wagon. I love you. Yep. I love me too. All right, get out of here. This has been SCGC After Hours. We love you all. And to quote Kamala and her father, good is not something you are, it is what you do.